This call is being recorded. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's the District of Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Anybody on the line like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Sister Susie. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. Letitia from Arizona. I'm your greeting this morning. Anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Hey, Letitia, can you put my son John Grimes on the prayer list, please? Yes, ma'am. You said John Grimes? Yes, please. He's having some difficulties. Okay. Thank you. Yes, Good morning, good morning. It's Letitia from Arizona. I'm here with you this morning. Who just joined the line? Good morning, Letitia. Good morning, Letitia. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. It's Letitia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Who might that be? They're just, just joining us. Good morning, good morning. This is J.C. from Phoenix, Arizona. Hey, Letitia. Good morning, J.C. Happy Monday. It's Letitia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Did anybody else join the line that'd like to say good morning? Morning. My name is Indra. Did you say Cynthia? Indra. Indra. Good morning, Miss Indra. Morning. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Hey, good morning. Uh, this is Mona. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Mona. Mona, excuse me. Happy Monday. Uh, Mona. Hi. Good <laughs> <laughs> morning, Victory family. is Pam. Happy Monday. Good morning, Sister Pam. Happy Monday to you, too. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. It's Letitia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Did anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning.
Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. I'm your greeting this morning. Anybody else join the line or like to say good morning? Before I get started with the business at hand. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Monday. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, family. It's Nikisha. Happy Monday. Good morning, Sister Nikisha. Well, Victory family, I'm going to go ahead and get started with the business at hand. Happy Monday. Good morning, good morning. It's Leticia from Arizona, and I am your hostess this morning. Thank you again for joining us here on Declare Victory, because we're a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you with your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Please continue to join us in the month of August as the theme is The Called. You don't want to miss the messaging, lessons, or the teachings that will be brought to you from our wonderful and gifted declares. There is one announcement today. If you've been blessed by the call and you would like to sow into it, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There were no requests submitted on the app. There was one spoken one. That's from our own sister Susie. She would like prayers to go up for her son, John Grimes. He's having some difficulties. So are the call today. The declaration will be done by Brother Marcus. Praying and leading us in corporate praise will be brought by Sister Yolandra. Then we'll go on to closing comments, hosted by the declarer, Brother Marcus. Again, the order of the call today is the declaration will be done by Brother Marcus. Praying and leading us in corporate praise will be brought by Sister Yolanda. After that, we'll go immediately into closing comments, hosted by Brother Marcus. I would ask that you take a look at your phones. I am hearing some feedback to make sure your standard mute button is pressed as the call is being recorded, and we'd like to preserve their integrity of it. The scripture today is Romans 8:28, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I would ask that you triple check your phones to make sure the standard meet button is on. As again, the call is being recorded, and we would like to preserve the integrity of it. At this time, I wanted to thank everybody again for joining us at Declare Victory. Happy Monday. I now pass the call to Brother Marcus. Well, good morning, everyone. It's a pleasure to be on the call again. And on a Monday, giving a declaration that I'm used to be on a Friday, but it's okay. Um I would like to, I'm, I'm excited about this topic today, um, especially with the scripture that you gave my sister. Thank you so much. Um, it's one of my favorites. In fact, without even thinking about it, um, last night that song came to my mind uh, by Milton Brunson and Thompson Community Singers for the good of them, um, uh, which has just been a classic of mine, which, you know, it, it includes a couple of different scriptures. It starts out, the race is not given to the swift, nor the battles of the strong, but he, but the one that endures to the end, she, um, uh, he, they shall be saved. And, and so um, all things work together for the good of them who love the, the Lord and who are the called according to his purpose. And so I hope you all are basking in the fact um, and understand that God has called you and I, w- I want to talk a little bit about this notion of the called. 
Um, and so my um, topic today is the call, C-A-L-L, the call. Any of you who have ever applied for a job, you know how nerve-wracking the process can be, right? So you fill out the paper application or you go through the online application. You try to remember all of the things that you qualify for the job you so long for. You know, you try to, you know, remember, okay, what dates, what years, anybody go through that, trying to remember the year, the exact year and month and day that you started that one job and it ended, you know, the dates. I always get caught up in that part. Um, and then you go through and, of course, you know your name, hopefully, praise God. <laughs> you put your name in, your address, your, 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 your phone number and all the contact information, the years you've worked in, what positions you were, some of the managers you don't remember, some of the managers you don't want to remember. Uh, <laughs> truth. Uh, and then you go through all of your experience and you lay out all your credentials and all the things you've done and what qualifies you for the job. And even if you have all the qualifications and know that you are the most qualified candidate, something about that whole process makes you doubt yourself. Huh? Huh? You put together the most incredible award-winning resume and like everyone else who applies for the job, you have to do what everyone has to do. You have to wait for the call. I think that part is the most challenging part, waiting for the call. All the while, you're thinking things like, is there someone who's more qualified than me? Will they look me up and talk to an old boss and find out how I was late five times to work? Will they check my past and find out how my performance was not the best at that last company? Will they find someone that are that has already done this job and is a better choice than me? Will they hire someone that's already at the company in the place of me and they was just, you know, trying to see, you know, go through applicants and they finally just found somebody at the company? Will they look at how nervous I was and how bad I answered interview questions and turned me down? All those questions play back and forth in your head and even makes you think that they won't even call you right? They'll just find somebody else. It seems like it takes an eternity for them to even call you to tell you whether it's a yes or an expected or anticipated no. And and for some people, they say, you know, you should call them and follow up and say, hey, I was calling, you know, I was calling to see about the interview that I had or the application that I applied or wanted to see the status of it. Um, usually the response is, well, so-and-so is not in right now, and they'll give you a call when they can, or um, they're still working on it, or thank you for calling us, and we appreciate your interview, um, but we'll get right back to you. And finally, the call comes through, and you find out the result of what you submitted. Um, someone please check your line. I'm hearing feedback and uh, noise in the background. Doing an audition is no better, right? So you go to an audition with hundreds, sometimes even thousands of different people. And I don't care how confident and how sure you are walking up to those judging you, you never are prepared for what they will have to say. Um, anybody's ever been to audition, you know how nerve-wracking it can be. You know, you, you, know you, you, you practice for so long, you prepare yourself, you get yourself together, you pick the perfect song, you got you got the right monologue, you, you know, you, 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 you prep your dance steps and you talk to different people who got um, skills and auditions and they tell you, you know, select this type of thing. And you want to, you want to choose a song that showcases your voice the best. And you want to, you want to, you want to choose a song that not everybody's going to do, you know, all those little tips that work. Um, you want to, you want to make sure that you get enough rest and drink a lot of water and even like breakfast in the morning so that you won't be, um, you know, hungry and you won't get a headache and, you know, all those things. You want to do all those preparatory things to have yourself ready for the audition, but you're never prepared for what they'll have to say. Even if you think you know the judges, even if you've seen them on TV or you know you know their, their previous work, it always makes you nervous because in those waiting moments, your thoughts are, I hope I make it, but I probably won't. And you mull over all the mistakes you made during the audition process after it's over, right? 
Oh God, I, 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 I said that word wrong, or I didn't bring my voice up too high enough on that note, or I uh, I, I didn't sing the right in the right key, or I started off wrong. I, I stumbled when I introduced myself. You know, all the notes you could have sang, or the script you could have used to really capture who you are as an artist. And then you go back and say, dang, why didn't I say this? Why didn't I talk about that in the, in the audition? And like every other person auditioning, everybody wants to get to callbacks, right? Callbacks means they liked what they saw and they want to see more. Callbacks means you were good enough and want to see if you are the one they're looking for. Everyone wants to get the call. Why do we behave like this with God? That's all I want to know. We act like we need to qualify for him to use us. We think that in order for God to speak through us, we have to be this perfect image of a Christ-like individual. And some of the people God uses, they get this self-righteous attitude, like because he used them, that they must have all their ducks in a row and their life is where it should be. But what about the people he used that didn't quite have it together? I mean, take your pick. Uh, Ryan Duncan, editor for Crosswalk.com, writes this. Hear this. He says, our culture puts a lot of stock in credentials. If we hire someone for a job, we want to know they're capable of doing the work. If we ask someone for advice, we want to know they're familiar with the subject matter. If, if, if someone um, is a is uh, uh, praying, we want to know that, you know, if someone is praying for us before we go to the prayer line, we want to know that they are so perfect or they have, you know, they say the right things or their credentials match up or their life is so perfect or so great. The more titles, diplomas, and achievements a person has to their name, the more we're inclined to trust them. Generally, this is a prudent attitude for approaching the world, but God has a way of turning our preconceptions upside down, especially when we try to apply them to him. Just ask Kyle Eidelman in an excerpt from his latest book on Revelant Magazine, Relevant Magazine, Eidelman reflected on how many Christians avoid taking an active hand in ministry because they feel unqualified. However, Eidelman argues that God doesn't need us to be qualified. He needs us to be willing. So he writes, what's the past burden you're still carrying? Adultery? Go talk to David the king. Lying? Deception? Abraham and Isaac knew a little bit about that. A sordid past? God chose Rahab, a prostitute. Anger and temper issues? James and John fit into God's plan anyhow. Oh, and don't let me remind you, don't forget, don't forget about um you know, people, maybe you have a, a, um, a stammering tongue or you, you, you're, you're unable to speak so eloquently or, um, you, you, you know, you have a colored past. You know, Moses knew some things about that. Maybe today it's your turn. Jesus has a message for you. It has nothing to do with your qualifications. I think somebody on this line needs to hear that again. It has nothing to do with your qualifications. It has to do with the with coming to the end of yourself because that's when God can use you in the very best way, by his grace and by nothing you can offer, he chooses you. Somebody please mute your line. We can hear some background noise. I'm gonna say that again. By his grace and by nothing you can offer, he chooses you. In fact, you may feel held back by one particular issue, and that issue is precisely what God wants to use. It's actually one of, one of, one of his favorite strategies. Your disqualifier becomes God's qualifier. The called are not who they think they are. And just because God speaks to you, through you, or even comes near you has nothing at all to do with you. Look at this scripture, 2 Timothy 1 and 9. 2 Timothy 1 and 9 says, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, 
not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. Second Timothy 1 and 9, again, it says, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. Okay, so let's break this down. He saved us, right? He called us to a holy calling. Now, keep in mind, there is no one holy except him, right? So we can't call ourselves to a place of holiness because like Isaiah 64 and 6 puts it, for we all have become like, become like one who is unclean and all our righteousness, our best deeds of righteousness, our best deeds of rightness and justice is like filthy rags or a polluted garment. In other words, at our best, we are like a dingy, dirty cloth. We're just good for picking up more dirt. Whew. So yes, he calls us. But we shouldn't get so high and mighty about it because the second part of 2 Timothy 1 and 9 says it's not because of our works. No matter how good, well-rehearsed, or talented you are, that is not the reason he called you. And I know this is bursting somebody's bubble because they were thinking, oh, yeah, I got my stuff right. I got my life together. That's why he called me. No, no, no. He didn't call you for that. He called you because of his own purpose and grace. I didn't make it up. It's in the scripture, 2 Timothy 1 and 9. Check it. You see, I'm, I'm telling the truth. So he has a purpose that has nothing to do with what you can do or are good at. It includes grace. So the part that you think is so good and great, he's like, put that away. I want the dirty, not so glorified part. I want the part that you don't want people to see. I want the part you keep hidden from everyone. I want the part that you call terrible and not good enough. It's because of his own purpose and grace. And the last part says, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. His purpose and his grace were already laid out before you even got here. So instead of getting excited and thinking you did something so right to deserve his call, let me help you out a little bit. He called you because of the times that you didn't obey your parents. He called you because of all the eloquent and beautiful, no, shit, let me not say beautiful, because all of the, the eloquent and um, uh, well put together cuss words that you were able to do. He called you because of your ability to be able to raise your temper to the highest level it could be. He called you because you could not control yourself. He called you because you didn't have any discipline. He called you because you couldn't seem to get your finances together. He called you because you could not learn how to love others. He called you because you, could, you, you had such a down self-image. He called you because of the part that you don't like, the parts that, that are not so great. He called you for those times you failed to respect your own body. He called you because of the many mistakes you made. And he knows that you'll continue to make some. Why? Because here's this. If you can get in touch with how undeserving you are, then you will get the call. If you can get in touch with uh, how unworthy you are, then you'll get the call. He will call you when you know you don't deserve it. He will call you when you're in touch with, uh, with how unworthy you are. One of my previous pastors used to say all the time, he doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. He calls those who feel they're not qualified for the job. He calls those who feel like they've been so, they're not ready yet. They have so much going on. I got to all these issues. You know, how they say, you know, it, it, it's kind of the opposite of getting in a relationship with other people. It's like you want to work on yourself and you want to make sure that you're whole and make sure that you, you know, you, you, 
you manage your finances well, you 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 deal with your previous excuse me, you deal with your previous relationship business and you you know, you try to get yourself together, you know, you 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 maintain being able to clean a house and do this and that and make sure you you know, you have at least have some ducks in the row before you get into a relationship with someone. Well with God, it's quite different. He wants you just as you are. Don't come trying to clean yourself up. Don't come trying to get yourself together, pull yourself together, make everything right, get your credit together, you know, you know, learn how to do things right, and then come to him. He has nothing to work with. God is the fixer. God is the healer. God is the putter-togetherer, if you will. <laughs> God is the one who does the equipping. He equips you because you don't have it. And why does he do that? <clears throat> well, it's of my belief that if he equips you, then he knows that what he gives you will last longer than anything that you could ever give yourself. Um, he knows that if he gives you the tools, uh, his tools are more powerful and more effective than yours could ever be. You could practice for years and years and months and months and decades. You could practice for, for the longest time and think that you're so well-equipped and somehow still fail. But if you do it God's way, if you let him equip you, if you let him give you his power, his grace, let him give you uh, what he gives you, you'll be so much more equipped and you'll be ready for whatever it is. When you feel you're not ready, that's when you're ready, when it comes down to God. It works that way because he's the one that has the power. He has all power. He is God, by the way. Let me remind you who he is. He's the creator of the universe. He is uh, the one who made you. He knows you inside and out. The Bible talks about that. He knows the numbers of hairs on our head. Um, I mean, why wouldn't you trust him who knows the numbers of the hairs in your head? Hair number 3,065, hair number 268, and he knows the one that broke and fell on the ground that you didn't even know about. He knows you inside and out, piece by piece. He knows why that fell apart in your life. He knows why that job didn't work out. He knows why um, they really promoted you. You may have thought it was because you were so talented, but no, they just didn't have anyone else for the job, so they just gave it to you. Oops. But he knows the inside and out. And God has the power um, to, to not treat you like others treat you, to not just do something out of sympathy or out of whatever the case may be. God loves you, truthfully loves you. And so when he, when he equips you, it's because he has a purpose for your life. He has a purpose for you that, is, that will not just bless others, but it will also bless you. Um, those people who have, have been working in your field and working with the Lord for a while, you know what I'm talking about. Um, when God um, calls you to do something and it actually impacts your own life, um, you get more growth when you teach, when you preach, when you bless others. You get more growth out of that and your own blessings out of you. Um, out of that to your own life um, than you get when you when somebody gives it to you. Um, so just know he doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. I'm gonna share this last scripture and I'm gonna close out here. Hebrews 13, 20 through 21. May the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Hebrews 13, 20 through 21. I pray that whoever is under the sound of my voice at this time, whether you're listening to this call live or you're listening to the recording, I pray that you understand that your calling has nothing to do with you. I pray that you understand that he calls you because you feel you're not prepared. I pray that you understand that everything that you have, every mistake you've made, every uh, every drawback, every every time that you failed, 
Um, he, he wants to use that part of you. He wants to use the parts of you that you want to keep hid, those skeletons in your closet. Bring them out so he can use them for his glory, his purpose, his plan. And he wants to raise you up so he can lift up his purpose and use you because he knows that when you realize you're not worthy or when you realize you're not able, that's when he is able. He's more than able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we could ever ask or even think about. So let him do it. And I pray this blesses you as I pass the call uh, to the prayer warrior. God bless. Hallelujah. Take your everyday ordinary life and place it before God as an offering. Romans 12, 1. Honest worship lifts up self and sets them on God. Scripture's best known leader wrote, Give honor to the Lord, you angels. Give honor to the Lord for his glory and strength. Give honor to the Lord for the glory of his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Worship gives God honor, offers him standing ovations. We can make a big deal about God on Sundays with our songs and on Mondays with our strength. Every day and every deed, each time we do our best to thank God for giving his, we worship. Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Worship places God on center stage and puts us in proper posture. Heavenly Father, God, we praise your name for yet one more day, Lord God. We thank you for calling us out, God. We thank you for taking our simple, everyday, ordinary lives, Lord, and placing us in position to honor you, to do your work to be obedient unto your will. Lord God, we praise your name, Lord God. We thank you for taking the low, the meek, the weak, the lost, the uh, fearful, the insecure God, and turning us around, Jesus, because your word says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Oh God, let us walk proudly and boldly Lord, and let us boast about you, not because we are such special, prominent people, but because you have chosen us. You have called us out, Lord God. You have given each one of us a special gift and a ministry, at least one gift, Lord God. You have given us, Lord God. So we pray, Lord God, that it will reveal itself. We pray, Lord God, that we will use it, God, for your glory, for your worship, for your magnification, so that Everyone will know how great, how great you are. Oh, God, we bless your name this morning. God, we call you right now. We're thanking you for the ability to come to you, each one of us, boldly before your throne because a veil has been torn, God, and we can come, we can run, we can fall prostrate before you, God, and um, submit our hearts felt our innermost selves to you, God, because you already know. God, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, God. There's a prayer request, Lord Jesus, for John Grimes, Lord God, whatever he is going through, Jesus, you know it, Lord God. You knew it was coming, Lord God, and you know how it's going to end, God, so we glorify you, God. We know that it's going to get better because your word says that your promises are yes and amen, Lord God. We just pray that our uh, prayers for, for John, Lord God, are in alignment with your power. Jesus, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. God, Lord, we just bless your name this morning, Lord God. Your word says, Lord God, that our faith 
gives us endurance of faith, Lord God. So we pray for endurance, Lord God. We pray for the power to run the race, Lord God. We pray for the power to press, Lord God, to press Jesus, Lord God, for your glory. Oh, God, forgive us for our sins, the things that we do uh, intentionally, Lord God. Forgive us for the times when we fall short, Lord God. Forgive us for our shortcomings and our defects, Jesus. Hallelujah. We pray that each day you will renew us, Lord God, and give us your supernatural power, Lord God, to do a better job uh, today than we did on yesterday. We pray, Lord God, for your conscious contact of you, to think of you in every action, in every deed, Lord God, that you will walk before us and we will humbly follow you, God. Oh, God, we pray for our enemies, Jesus, that we are called, Lord God, to forgive them, that your word says we should bless those who persecute, Lord God, persecute us, bless and do not curse. Oh, God, we are called out to do things that are um, outside of our power, God, but we know with you, Jesus, we can do all things, and you give us, you equip us, Lord Jesus, with the things that we need, Lord God, to face any foe, to face any fear, God, to come up against us, Lord God, to climb the mountain, Lord God. When we're in the valley, Lord God, you give us the strength Lord God, to endure. Lord God, we pray that we are called to magnify you, Lord God. Oh God, show yourself strong, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord God, show us your glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you for the declaration by Brother Marcus this morning, Lord God, because we know, Lord God, on this side, God, there are things in this world that will make us anxious, but your word says to be anxious for nothing, but through all things, prayer and supplication, make our requests known to you, God. We know, God, that you love us, Lord God. We have evidence every day of our lives, Lord God, your protection, Lord God, your love, Lord God. Oh, God, keep us safe from all active shooters, Lord God. Oh, God, bless the government, Lord God. Oh, God, the president, Lord God, he needs you, God. And we just try not to be judgmental, Lord God, because we know, Lord God, that your word says the heart of the king, Lord God, is in your hands, and we know, God, that he is not our king. So we look to you, God. We expect you, God. We depend on you, God, to take care of these earthly things, God. We pray, Lord God, that we do not think about and worry about the things of this earth, Lord God, but set our sights upon you, Lord God, and our human imagination, God, to look towards your glory, Jesus. So we bless your name this morning, God. Oh, God, we just love you this morning. Oh, God, bless our children, Lord God. Oh, God, bless our marriages, Lord God. Oh, God, bless our singleness, Lord God. Oh, God, let us put you first. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, God. And your word says you will provide all things unto us, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, you are so magnificent. I am so grateful for my life, God. I am so grateful for all the things you pulled me out of, that you called me out of, God. I am so grateful for the things that you are calling me to do. Oh, God, perfect us in your word, God. Perfect us in your will, Jesus. Hallelujah. Reveal yourselves unto us, Lord God, so that we may know what we are called to do and that we may boldly and gratefully, Lord, and gladly, but yet humbly, Lord, do your will. Oh, God, I pray for my family. I pray for the families represented on this call, God. I pray for our jobs. I pray for those who are sick. I pray for those who do not know uh, what what ails them, God. Oh, God, I pray for Brother Jeff this morning, Lord God. Oh, God, I pray for uh, miracle signs and wonders, Lord God, so that he will have a great testimony unto your word, Lord. I pray for everyone who is going through anything, whether it's marital, financial, God, whether it's physical, Jesus, hallelujah, show us your glory. Lord God, so as we begin to take our phones off mute, Lord, and call out your name, 
name, Holy Spirit, your word says, Jesus, whenever two or three are gathered, you are there in the midst. So we ask you right now in the name of Jesus to come, Holy Spirit, into this place, Lord God, and saturate us, saturate us, God, with your glory, God. Saturate us with your presence, Lord God. Fill us up, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I remember that you are there with me, even when it doesn't feel like it, God. I have to stand on your word and know that your word is true, Jesus. Bless your name, Holy Spirit. Thank you for this day, God. Oh God, oh God, hallelujah, 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 we love you God, we love you to the best of our ability Lord, and we pray that our ability grows more and more and more, oh God, protect us Lord God, mold us Lord God, and shape us so that you would have us to be God, help us to remember you and throughout this day Lord, thank you for the fruits in our bodies Lord God, thank you for the ability and ability of Lord God, not waver, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord God, to stand strong, Lord God. Oh, God, strengthen us when we're weak, God. Thank you, God, for giving us life, Lord God. Thank you, God, for giving us a sound mind, God. Thank you, God, for the breath in our bodies. Jesus, hallelujah. Bless your name this morning.
As I pass the call. Amen. Amen. Thank you for the prayers. Thank you for the the just the energy of uh, of the prayers this morning. Bless you all. Good morning. Good morning again. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> ah, it's my throat. This uh, this throat, as Dee Dee say, this early in the morning. All right. How we doing? Uh, what we think about the call? Any any people on here are humbled by being called this morning? Anybody have anything you want to share or comment on or question about concerning the declaration? Um, the floor is open. Are y'all caught up in the spirit still? Amen. Good morning, Brother Marcus. Good morning. Hi, this is Gloria, and I just want to say thank you. Good morning, family. Thank you for the declaration and the reminder that God did not call us as we were qualified, but he's qualified us. So I bless God for his love and his faithfulness and his equipping us and making us what he wants us to be in order that he can use us how he wants to. So God bless you. Thank you so much. Amen. Bless you. Bless you. That's it. That's it. That's it. Good morning, Brother Marcus. This is Krishanda. I have to say I enjoyed your declaration this morning and what Sister Gloria said. Amen. Have a blessed day. Amen. You too. Thank you so much. Amen. You know, as as declares and um people who speak or teach, you know, we have to apply these words to ourselves just as well, you know. So thank you, God. I'm, I'm I gotta feed on it myself. Anybody else? Yes. Hey, hi. Good morning. This is Mona. I just want to say thank you for um it that was just such a good declaration of how you just felt I feel like you was talking about me each time how you um how God he wants you know, I used to do that, you guys, you know, like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not that, I'm not qualified. Like, I always used to see, you know, some, like, see someone do it, and you'd be like, oh, I can't do that. Uh-uh. Or I would say, oh, I'm not educated enough. I can't, you know, those words, you know, whatever I used to use to, um, as an excuse. But just how you broke that down, the good news of that's what God wants to use, Mona. That's what he wants. He He don't have no problem with that. He want to change that. He want to change that in you and, you know, and that, that's such a good thing to, to know, that good news that you brought today. That's all I kept saying when you were talking. I was like, good news, good news, good news. It was so good. Oh, thank you. But that was the part that helped, helped me a lot to know that it ain't about that moment. Stop. Get out your head. You know, because that was one of the things y'all know that condemn, you know, how you condemn yourself. You know what I mean? So it's just such a blessing of, um, that part right there, you know, stop um, disqualifying yourself. You know, you you steady pulling yourself back when he's steady trying to tell you, Mona, that that's what he want to um, fix. That's what he want to help you with. That's what he want to bring you out of so you can testify to someone else or whatever the case may be. But just that part right there, you just made me feel so much better of. But just once again, y'all, I apologize, how God worked through you on that. Of, of once again, letting us know that it's not about um, what we can't, you know, stop disqualifying ourselves because, you know, that's his job to qualify us. And that's what he, he love about us. You know, you know what I mean? Like he, he want to help us with that. He see it. It's not just about just a negative, you know, we look at things and at least I do. And I take, I tear it down with that negativity to disqualify myself. But I thank God for Jesus on today, y'all. You know what I mean? Because he's steady, he's, he's steady pulling and calling me and showing me that, no, Mona, that's what I want to bring you out of. That's what I want to work on with you. I want you to stop doing that to yourself, you know, all that stuff. So just how you brought that good news today. I just want to say thank you for that declaration. It was just awesome. Amen. No problem. And, yeah, you know, because, see, we got a whole string of people who walking around, you know, with their chest out and their head up high, how, you know, God called me, and I know I you know, this and that, but he's calling you and us and me because we're like, no, I can't do it. 
you know, exactly. So know that, know that your, your humility is what he's drawn to. Um, the Bible says, I forget the scripture, I don't know the exact scripture, but it says, um, um, it says uh, a broken and contrite spirit uh, is what he draws close to. So he, he draws near to that when you're, when you're, um, when you're broken, when you're, you're humbled, you know, that's what he's drawn to. So amen. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. That makes a lot of sense. And you would, when I think, when I feel about it in my walk, I can see that. Because I was steady. Yeah. That's what I was doing to myself. And he was steady. He never left me. Come, come on, no more and never left me. No more to come on. Come on. Just, yeah. I don't hear it. He was just steady. Just like, no, no. Oh, he's just so good. Yeah. He's so good. No matter how long that call is, he's still right there waiting. He's still waiting. Come on. I'm right here. So yeah, amen. I'm 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 happy for you. I'm excited about what God is getting ready to do because He's not finished. I feel like with with even you, Mona. So be blessed. Hey, brother Mo, uh, uh, Marcus. This is hey. Julie. Uh, I I'm I'm like Mona. Um, I truly enjoyed your message and uh. You know, what she was talking about, just trying to push past the voices in your head, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the thing that um, the thing that resonated with me, what you said, is that, you know, it's like getting out of self. You know, when you when you get come to the end of yourself, you know, and um, that's the thing that I find that has been keeping me down for so long is like, you can be your own worst critic. You don't need somebody else to do it. You know what I mean? Like look here. And, and so, um, yesterday I did something, I, I put something on, um, uh, on, um, Facebook because the guy had been really pushing me, you know, you know, you're always looking at, you know, the big things like, uh, that you feel God is going to, is calling you to do, and you know, yet you, 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 when he gives you a small assignment, either you're talking yourself out of which that's my case. You're talking yourself. You have all these excuses, like, well, how can I use you for something big when you can't even do what I ask you? It's small. You, you, you constantly making excuses, and so, um, Lord, I, I push past it because I realized that, you know. You, you, you. I have something that he wants me to, to to give, right? And sometimes we get caught up, like when you go to church and stuff, and you see only certain gifts being operated, and you feel like, well, well, you know, they don't want to. People don't want to hear what you have to say. You know that that's not, um, you know, that's not important. And these are things that kind of, you know, run through. I would say was running through my head, but it's like, you know, I think about that 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 scripture where. I think it was Elisha or this woman, her children, she had her two sons and they were about to go into, um, because she owed this debt, they were going to take her kids and put them into slavery to pay the, pay the, um, the debt. And Elisha came to her house and she asked him, what should she do? And he said, well, what have I put in, you know, what do you have in your house? You know, mm-hmm. and she went and got those jars and, you know, about the oil and all of that. And, um, Everything that we need is is within us, you know, and we have to realize that God has equipped us whatever that you know whatever we need to do what He's called us to do. If we come to the end of ourselves, get out of our head, and just do it, just yeah. do it, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, you're you're you're. It was like um, it's kind of like I feel like the, the Lord was speaking to you today. Letting me know that I, you know, that I, you know, it was like, thank you. Well done, child. Well done. You did what I asked you. <laughs> you did what I asked you to do. You came at the end of yourself and you just did what I had, what I have you to do, what I've put in your hand to do. So I just want to thank you for your, your um, decoration. It really, um, really touched my heart. Amen. And I'm glad. I'm I'm happy for that. Yeah, just just know that he, he he's already equipped us. There's a song by um by uh, James Fortune that's called "I Am" that kind of encompasses everything you just said. Um, look that up, James Fortune. I'll try to share it in the victory room, but 
It's a beautiful song. I've been feeding on it for the past few days. So, yeah, be encouraged. Thank you. Amen. Good morning, Brother Marcus. Good morning, Declare Victory. This is Yolanda. Praise the Lord. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for um, your declaration, Brother Marcus. Every time you speak, there's always nuggets that I can carry with me throughout the day. Um, So I thank you for, I'm grateful for what God has done and doing in your life and sharing your uh, knowledge of him with us. And, um, you know, I was talking to someone yesterday, and she was talking about um, an opportunity. Um, And she was asking if, you know, if I would be interested or led to uh, (laughs) do this thing. And she mentioned the word... um, um, what, what the word is, Lord, bring it back to my memory. She mentioned that the type of person that they needed was someone that was outgoing. And immediately the first thing out of my mouth was, I'm not outgoing. <laughs> that is not me. I am the chick that among a crowd of people, I am the first one to my car and headed in the other direction. That is not who I am. And it just reminded me. uh, And then when I went home and I was on my drive home, I was thinking about it. You know, she said these type of qualifiers or these certain criteria that was um, perhaps necessary, if you will. Um, And um, someone that has a prayer life, someone that's spiritual, someone that's outgoing, someone, all these things. And, like, I agree with, and at first I said, what? Am I spiritual? Do I really have a prayer life? I started questioning myself. But the glory, the good thing about it is that God knows, right? And even the things that I don't think that I have, God either sees them in me or he can nurture uh, those. He can grow those uh, into being if I am just willing, right, to take that leap, right? Um, Because I've often wondered, like I'm sure several other people have wondered, Lord, what is my gift? What is my calling? What would you have me to do? And I'm starting to realize that you, God will call you when is your time. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm, anyway, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, no, my no, God. No, it's it's like um, because you're sitting here and you are nurturing and developing your relationship with God, and it's a human, natural inclination to, like, compare Right? Compare, mm-hmm. compare. Oh, I'm not this, or I don't do this like that, right? And none of that is necessary. None of that is necessary. And I want to get to a place where when something comes up for me in my life, the first thing I think about is God, right? Because it's like I don't do that all the time. Oh, but I want to be able to call him when I'm faced in front of an adversary. When anger comes up, I want to think about, mm, be slow to anger, right? Sin not, right? That type of thing. That's where I want to get to, right? And But in my, in my mind, I think, nah, well, you know, um, well, it's okay. It's natural. You human. Yeah, I know I'm human, but I want to be better, man. You know, I want to do that more often than not, if that makes any sense, right? So I am truly grateful for my progress, for my development, for God's patience with me, right? And for him showing me in his time where he wants to lead me. Oh, my God. Marcus, if you know what I've been through in my life, what all of us have been been through, you look back and you think, oh, my God, that was you? (laughs) And the minute we are faced with something else, how quickly we forget what everything he's brought us through. 
I want to get to the point where I stand on the last victory, the last thing he brought me through, knowing that he will do the same, if that makes sense. Right? So I just praise God this morning. I just want to say very quickly, Mona, I hear what Tanya said last week in you. I hear the change in your sound. I hear your hunger and your thirst. Uh, You're reaching for, for God. I hear it. I hear it, man. So I'm just grateful for this call. You know, thank you. Thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the working things out in our lives. Thank you. That's all I want to say. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Good word. And 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 know this. Um. Um. Uh, uh, the thing about it is, when we try to fix ourselves, when we try to better ourselves, um, no matter how much we try, we always fail in some kind of way. But when we allow God to do the fixing, we allow God to do the perfecting. When we when we lean on Him for getting better, um, we excel, and, and we do so much better um, because He has the power to to keep us, to sustain us, to 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 um, to keep us going up higher, you know, rather than falling down and failing and, and messing up and. Or, or even getting high and mighty about how great we are because we did it. I did this. I, I, I elevated my life. No, no, no. If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't even be where I am right now. So, amen. Thanks for sharing that. Anybody else have anything before we close it out? If not, I'm grateful to have shared, and I appreciate all of the um the prayers and the jumping in and, and, and your comments this morning. And I'm glad that you were blessed by what was shared this morning. And I pray that you all have the blessed and most wonderful of days and know that he's called you for his purpose and for his glory and um, keep on believing and keep on trusting him and know that he has a purpose for your life. Um, I pray you have the blessed day, uh, best and blessed day today in Jesus name. God bless you all. Bless you. Have a blessed day. You too. God bless you, God. I love you, Victorio. God bless you all. I love you. God bless you. Bless you all. Love you, Yvonne.